Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is, I accidentally paid for business expenses using personal funds. Now what do I do? Now before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro and the Tax Minimization Program, which is a training program to ensure that you pay the least amount in taxes as legally possible. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Now, if you've been around here for a while, you will know that I'm always preaching, always have a separate business bank account. That should always be the case. Whether you run your business as a sole proprietorship, LLC, partnership, S-Corp, C-Corp, whether you're just getting started or been in business for a while, if you have a business, you should have a separate business bank account. Now, with that being said, though, one question that we see more and more often in our free Facebook group is what should you do if you accidentally put business expenses on your personal accounts? So that's what I want to discuss today. Now, if you're not part of our free Facebook group, go to Facebook, type in Small Business Tax Secrets, answer a few questions, and join other business professionals looking to save taxes. And you can also jump in, ask questions, and touch on topics that you want us to bring into the podcast here. Now, let's first talk about why should I separate business expenses and personal expenses? Why should they be separated? And the simple answer is, is because otherwise you're going to go to jail. Now, I'm just kidding, but if I had a jail that I ran, I would say if you co-mingle business and personal expenses every day on a normal basis, you should go to, to jail, my jail that I run. Anyways, the last thing that we want to be doing is co-mingling business and personal items together because it's easier to miss legitimate tax deductions. When you have everything commingled together, it is easy to forget whether certain expenses were business or personal, which could mean you're missing out on legitimate tax deductions to lower your income and thus reduce your tax liability. You also may take a business deduction on an item that is personal related, which if found in an audit could potentially create uncertainty for all expenses claimed and really make you provide proof in that audit. It is also harder to prove business purposes in the event of an audit. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you have business and personal all in one account, and you have all these restaurants that are, that are, that are going out in there. You're going out to dinner, you're going to the grocery store, and all of a sudden you say, okay, this one's business, this one's personal. The IRS might come in and say, look at your statements and be like, I'm going to need a lot of proof for you to provide that this is business versus personal. Where if you have everything separate and it's clearly to see, the IRS might not do as much digging because they can see that you are doing things legitimately. So that's why it's important. It is harder to prove business purpose in the event of an audit if it's commingled into one. So simply put, do not commingle regardless of how big or small your business is. Now, if you're looking for a business bank account or you're avoiding if you're commingling now because you don't want to open up a business bank account because it's too much of a pain to go there, let us know. We work with a virtual online business bank provider that does a really good job at being able to allow you to open up a business account fairly quickly. 
So if you're interested in this, email us or submit the form uh, below in our blog, which I'll put into uh, in the in the show notes. Um, just let us know your business name and email, and I will invite you into a modern digital bank that's designed specifically for small business. It's actually a bank that we use internally as well here and in our company. Uh, but it's a great option if, if, you're, if your reason for not opening a business bank account is simply because you don't want to go to the bank to do it. This would be a great option. You can do it all online. They don't have a physical presence. It's all digital and online. Okay, so we talked about that. Why do we not, we know now why we should separate business and personal, but sometimes you accidentally pay for a business expense on your personal account, and now what do you do? So, um, you know, sometimes you can be as careful as possible, but certain situations arise where you have no other option but to pay for something personally, or you just accidentally use the wrong cut or something like that. And the good thing is that you can still get a tax deduction for that. You don't completely miss out on it if you pay for it personally. And you really have kind of two main options. Option number one is simply reimburse yourself. Write a check or transfer money from your business account to your personal account for the item or items that you paid for personally. It's as simple as that. You accidentally do lunch with a client that's $23.25, transfer $23.25 from the business account to your personal account to cover that and code that as a meal expense. Now, we also talked about in our podcast later, it was a at the end of last year, we talked about accountable plans and we discussed how important accountable plans are for businesses. So if you missed that episode on accountable plans, definitely check that out. But this is, and when we talked about accountable plans, we talked about when you have items that are business and personal mixed and how we treat those. So this could be an automobile that you use personally and you use for business. How do we do that? You have a home office that you use for business and personal. So how do we handle the treatment of that? And that is where we use an accountable plan, which is simply a way, fancy word for reimbursement plan, a way to reimburse yourself for business items that you paid for personally or that were partial personal, partial business. So this can be handled the same way. You would reimburse yourself. If you accidentally pay for something personally, simply reimburse yourself. Now, the second option is to do a manual journal entry. And this option may be a little bit more difficult if you're not experienced in accounting or bookkeeping. But basically what you would do is you would create a manual journal in your accounting software to report the expenses that you made personally and offset that expense that you're creating in your books with an owner's contribution to the business. So basically you're saying that I paid for X item personally, I'm gonna get a business deduction for that, but instead of reimbursing myself, I'm just going to consider that an owner's contribution, something that I as the owner have contributed to the business. Or if you've been taking owner draws out of the business, you can have that manual journal entry offset owner draws. So let's say every other month or every other week you take $2,000 out of your business. Now you did lunch with a client, accidentally paid for it personally, it's $25. You don't want to reimburse yourself for it. You could create that expense as a manual journal entry, so debit the expense and credit the owner draw account, either owner draw or owner contribution, whichever you prefer. So this is a great option if you don't need the actual funds personally, where you can still get deduction without having to use business cash to get that deduction. Now, again, this can be a little bit more complicated if you're not advanced with accounting or bookkeeping, you don't know how to do a manual journal entry. So if you don't know how to do this, ask your accountant or bookkeeper, and they should know how to take care of this for you on your business books. 
Now, we also want to talk about what can we do to ensure that we are going to get a business deduction. So when we do these things personally, when we co-mingle or do things personally, we just want to make sure that we have that extra support there because those are the ones that are a little bit harder to prove in the IRS audit. Not saying that you can't prove them. Of course, if it's business related, we can prove it. But we want to make sure that we're doing, making sure we're, we're recording things properly to ensure that we get that deduction. So as always, keep a receipt for all business-related items, especially the ones that you are paying for personally. And then we always say document on that receipt the business purpose and the details of the deduction. So some examples are who were you with, what were you doing, where were you, when were you, when did you do it, you know, what was being discussed. So be as detailed as possible, so that if it is ever questioned down the road. There's no questions asked. You have all that proof. A lot of times in IRS audit, it happens months, years from when that transaction occurred. And for you to try to go back, okay, I met with a client three years ago at Applebee's. What the, What were we talking about there? Who was it? If you didn't write anything down, there's more likely chance that you don't know any details about it, cannot back it up in the event of an audit, and will lose that deduction. So typically, what I say is just whenever you get a, a, a an item, business-related item, Take the receipt, write on the back of the receipt, who was there, what were you talking about, why was it business related, and just document it. You're likely never going to need it, but if you do, you have done all the legwork for that ahead of time. So that's it. It's pretty simple. Do not overcomplicate this topic. Um, just do one of the options that we talked about and move on, making sure that you have everything documented. So again, just, this, just in summary, we want to make sure that we are keeping our business and personal expenses separate. That's the first step. If you're commingling today, stop that immediately and start to have a separate business bank account that all your items are going to. And again, if you need a kind of modern virtual business bank account recommendation, let me know. Uh, send us an email or submit the form or hit us up on the Facebook group, whatever it might be. We can get you introduced to them. But we want to make sure that we're separating business and personal expenses completely. Now, with that being said, there are situations that just come up where you have to pay for something personally or you accidentally use the wrong account and that's totally fine. You can still get the deduction for that and you have one of two options. Simply reimburse yourself, transfer money from your business account to your personal account for the item that you're reimbursing yourself for, document it, make sure you have it written down. That's very similar to an accountable plan. Again, if you missed our accountable plan episode at the end of last year, make sure you check that out. It's super helpful, great information for business owners. Or you can do a manual journal entry. Again, this is a little bit more difficult. Ask your accountant or bookkeeper for help for this. But basically, with a manual journal entry, you're going to go into your accounting software, book an expense, and offset that with either an owner's contribution or offset of your owner draws. And that's going to be a good solution if you don't want to actually use business funds to reimburse yourself, but you still want to get the tax deduction. And then, as, as we discussed, always keep a receipt for all business-related items, especially the ones that you're paying for personally, and document as much as you can on that receipt. Again, pretty simple. Don't overcomplicate this topic. Simply reimburse yourself, get the business deduction, and make sure you're doing that. A lot of clients say, well, I paid for it personally, so I'm just going to lose out on that. No, no, no. You still can get the tax deduction. Just make sure you're doing things properly, as we discussed here today. Uh, if you want more details on this, more details on other tax saving strategies, tech, check out our tax minimization program. It's You can go directly to our website at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. There's going to be a ton of information on there. It's a great uh, resource with library of tax strategies, ask a pro questions, a private Facebook group, monthly group training, uh, all for a monthly cost, uh, which is very reasonable. So check that out. Uh, we're also going to be doing a webinar on Tuesday, May 18th at noon central. 
1 p.m. Eastern. You can sign up for this at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash secrets. And the topic of this one is going to be tax secrets that nobody tells entrepreneurs. Where we talk about the top five tax strategies you need for 2021, how to implement those strategies. We're going to be talking about tax planning versus tax paying, uh, how you can grow your business by developing a bookkeeping system for success. And we're also going to be introducing a game-changing product that you're not going to want to miss. So again, check out, sign up for this free webinar that we're doing, taxsavingpodcast.com forward slash secrets. And if you want to join our Facebook group, go to Facebook, type in small business tax secrets. That's all I have for today. Again, no commingling, but if you accidentally make a mistake, you can still get tax deduction. That's the key thing to remember. Thank you guys for joining us in another episode, and I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.